go. Let's give this. It's third time's a charm, right? All right, let's go. I'm Welcome to everyone to Live Here Sports I'm Talk. Good. Let's go. And we're going to hear us this time, Kier McCauley, the great Zach Rothenberg, and then we obviously have the president of the student body, Terry Bartholomew. Hey. It's fine. A lot of you take a drink every time. It's like they could, they could, they could see you the first time. They just couldn't hear you. But I like it. Every time you get the intro, you got to take a drink. Yeah. Um, I'm really hoping this works now. I am really hoping this works. But hey, you know, we're, we're working it out. So the Beatles song. Uh, and at this point, it's like almost like we have to tread water. But I love Uncle Ricky hooking this up, by the way, with um, with B. He's almost like a lifeguard, like our spotter. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's like the safety. He's, he's yeah, playing zone. Dude, he's he's yeah. watching the bar, man. He's got you, you know, he's got you set off. That's right. That's right. I love, I love your message, too. It's like a shot around the world. Uh, all right, we good? Banging around, just like trying to like, I'm like trying to do like one last bullpen pitch, like looking around like, all right, Monday Night Football, here we go. <laughs> I wonder if you heard me like almost curse or possibly kind of curse the first time around. I don't know. Oh, there we go. Oh, Ricky says we're good. We're good. All right, yeah, we're go. good. All right, All right. welcome everyone to a sports talk. Here we go. I'll do one more. Just as you know, it's like the, it's like all right. Come on, nine times the charm, Karen. Kieran McCauley, Zach Rothenberg, Derek Bartholomew rolling along. All right, we got week week fifteen recaps in football. This is much better. I'm happy. Everyone's happy. All right. Well, kind of. I mean, I. I I'm just numb, Karen. I'm not. I'm not going to do it again. Because honestly, it was authentic. It was authentic the first time. I'm not going to be like, Zach, you look sad. What's wrong? Like, all right. We'll, we'll exercise the giant demons in a bit. Darren will talk about the Eagles in a bit. But, by the way, how are you doing, man? It's been a bit. We, I mean, the last time we were talking about NASCAR crashes, we like, Darren, by the way, man, there's not a whole lot of sports going on, man. What's going on with the car crash? And then, you know, here we are. It's football. <laughs> yeah. It's football season. All right. It's crazy. So, how you been? I've been great. I've been just watching some football, watching some non-NASCAR sports where they don't go left turns all the time. It's been great. And and the Eagles are playing. Yeah, they got to take a drink before I ask you the next question. The Eagles, are, <laughs> they're they're a team. Yeah, they they exist. They uh they they show up on Sundays. They uh they play some sports. They do a thing, and uh you know they uh they yeah, it's not good. It's and, and and honestly, I'm looking at Zach's face. It, it, the NFC. East had, and this is almost like my hot take going before we jump into clickbait. The door was open for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was. And then, then you know, the Eagles just, you know, decided to be a train wreck. Well, we were a part of that wreck, too. So don't worry. Don't worry. The Giants decided to, to be the icing on the cake. Yeah. Carry on top, whatever floats your boat. It, it was, yeah, it was, it was not. None of us drink some more of that. The sad state of affairs when no one in the NFC wants to really trash talk on another team because we're all just collectively pathetic that it's just like a, just a sad like we're just going to write it off as like hey 2020 like sports suck too so you know someone's going to want a playoff game though that's the thing I just keep thinking about like it's going to happen um all right but that's a, to that point we'll, we'll go through all the week well, I'm excited uh we'll, we'll go through all the week 15 recaps um should we do a little quick beat to get clean up uh, I, I, I can't to clean up I like not yeah, exactly it's a little tongue twister there Zach it's close hey, it's close it's you know it's a Monday we're all uh I know I'm mentally hungover. You know, we're all a little distressed today. It's a Monday, so yeah, it is. And you know, I'm I'm, I'm thinking about some fantasy things here. But well, well, you know, it's that point. We got a great show for everyone. We'll talk week 15 recaps, Monday night preview, and uh, a little fantasy implications, even from a personal side. We we never really open up about our personal relationships, so <laughs> this will be fun. We'll we'll dive into all that and and more here uh, on this Monday night episode as we're 22 minutes past the hour here. 
Uh, but I'll tell you, let's do some quick bits to get things uh, kicked off here, Zach. You want to do uh, do us a favor and, and, and save this moment here with a good clickbait <laughs> segment? Well, it was clickbait. I don't know if it's going to save save the moment because it definitely <laughs> didn't save anything during the game on Sunday. So from our, from our good friends at Sports Illustrated, uh, an article called uh, Dear Fox, more Akeem Tlaib in the booth, please. Um, I mean, a lot of people in our area, in Pennsylvania area, had the pleasure or displeasure to listen to a keep to leave call the Eagles and Cardinals game uh, last night. And this article in particular, the guy loves it, says that he loves the view, the viewpoint that a key brought to the game with a player's view, player's mindset. And he really had a lot of insight on this game, man. What do you think, man? <laughs> Well, I got to pull up this tweet then that Mark Farzetta said, because this is spot on. It was like top uh, key to leave isms. And number one was dot, 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 man. Next, uh, number two is Pat P. Number three was use his legs. Number four was Kyler Murray in quotations pronounced calamari. And then number five was it's a ball game. Oh my god! <laughs> the best was in the first quarter when he made reference to it being a playoff-like atmosphere in a stadium that was ninety percent empty. <laughs> Dude, oh my god! That and and every time I forget who the other commentator in the game was, he would say, "Oh, what do you th- like? What do you think they're going to do here? Like being as being a player?" And he would say, "Oh, man, he's got to use his legs, man. Or, oh, or they're going to run the ball or a screen." He would throw out like three different things. It's like, "Dude, just give us like your one take of what you think is going to happen here." I mean this, and it's funny because, first of all, I never had so many people call or text me over one broadcaster. Like, I thought Joe Buck would take the cake on, like, like emotions or, like, you know, like someone having some type of way of feeling. I've never had so many people come in, who, wait, who is this broadcasting this game? Like, it was owned by, like, like it, it was awesome. I tried to and I, I joined in late, and like I already had like friends texting me like, "Who is this guy?" and all that sort of thing. And I'm like, I, like I was listening to him like, like seriously, who is this guy? So then they finally show the clip of him and like his his get up and his outfit, and I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet that said it looks like a Keats Lee looks like your grandma's couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the the checkerboard outfit and everything. But no, I mean, information about how like well, it's like it's like part Cardinals, part Eagles. I was like, this is. <laughs> it's like, dude, come on. Now, all right, I will say this. For the, the all right, so my for, my hot take was anyone I, I feel like that that enjoyed that broadcast is someone that doesn't like sports, and you know, that, it was like, Whoa. I was like, well, no, just because it was too distracting to me. But then I pulled back, and and the great John Henry was talking to me today, and and he put, he put some thoughts in my head that I, I agree with. And he was basically saying, like, look, like, there's a lot of bad broadcasting out there. Like, at least, like, it keeps Lee, like, spoke his mind. Like, to me, that was kind of refreshing. True. All right. So, personally, I didn't think it was great just because I'm kind of with you guys, like, with the, the Mark Farzetta tweet, kind of put it in a nutshell. But, no, for me, it more felt like it, they grabbed a the guy off the street and, and, and he had no prep on either team. It was, and, and the funny thing is, I, I, I thought about his entire playing career besides the Rams, I guess. I'm thinking, well, I guess he was mostly an AFC player. It showed. It was like, he, you could tell it was like never played the Eagles and never played really the Cardinals a whole lot, like in his career. You know, and it was like, just like the way he was like, to your point, like, Jared's like, 
oh, it's a playoff atmosphere in here. It's like there's no one's here. But like why? Was, he was so he was so perfectly 2020 though, right? Like the year of 2020. Like he just so perfectly summed up the year 2020 of sports and everything of just throw the guy in there and let's hear what he has to say. Like that was just oh, such yeah, and too fair. Like and oh, it's so funny because you're right. It's just like. You look, look around like, wait, what's going on? Like, what? And, and and to be fair, I also saw a tweet that was saying, like, it was Eagles-Cardinals. It was, like, the, like the, the last game on Fox. Like, what do you expect? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so that's, that's fair. Usually the, usually the last game on Fox is, like, the game of the week, though. <laughs> I know, I know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, all due respect to Akeem Tlaib, great player and all that, but kudos to stepping out of your comfort zone. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I can. I, and to this point, he's not the only one. No, he's not the only one. That's for no, sure. no. Please, let, as, allow me to. You know, it's my here. I'll throw one other uh, good jab at. It. I saw someone said that <laughs> they'd rather go back into labor than listen to the broadcast. Oh my god! Oh. Wow, that's saying something. I would imagine. Look out! Oh, I know. Hey, we got always our own fan channels up in Twitch. You know, we're, we're back in here. You know, and we got and we got Joe P. Within the YouTube world, and we got Uncle Ricky in the Facebook world. Look at this. We got a good old-fashioned chat on. I love this. Um, all right, to that point, I'll flip over to my clickbait. Zach, you know I feel some type of way about the show. <laughs> it's the nice. boy. Now, I'll, I'll settle in. It just annoys. And, and This is not the hill to die on, freaking out over Chris Sims or Mike Florio. But the fact that you, you you know I've been on the train that Chris Sims is not my favorite personality on broadcasting. And I, I almost want to like reel that back in. It's almost like a circle, like bring it full loop by saying he blows the Packers. I know that. That's like almost proving my stripes. So like that should be even more like why you should listen to me. Not you, you, but the audience. <laughs> well, actually, don't listen to me because every I'm like a clock that's broken twice a day. But anyway, to that point. Yeah, apparently, uh, Josh Allen's in the conversation, uh, the same conversation as uh, Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, Zach. How about that? According to Christopher. Christopher? Christopher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's definitely a very, very cold take, Christopher. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, like, the fact that you're saying that they're in the same conversation, first of all, the past, the, the, first, the guys you're mentioning both are Super Bowl MVPs, and Josh Allen hasn't won a playoff game. All right, and, like, here's the thing, right, like, what I hate about this is almost like baiting us into talking about the Bills. I and mean, we will get to them, right? And to that point, we're going to get to them. Like, actually, we're just do it right now. <laughs> Let's just do it right now. Let's just talk about the Bills right now. Let's roll into this real quick before I, you know, jump into the nitty-gritty of the Saturday game. So how, how great was Saturday football, though, before we, like, jump into the X's and O's of that? Yeah, it's nice. I mean, anytime you can get football, you know, what's was it, four times in five days on professional scale is, uh, is, a, is a treat, so... Much, much appreciated and much needed. That's for sure. Did you watch it all, Darren? <laughs> it's uh, like, did you study, I, Darren? <laughs> I but I, uh, I saw that it was on, and I, I thought it was great that you know they had Saturday football on. It's not, you know, at that point, it's funny because it's almost like even if you're not home, but people are home, like it's like a good feeling. Like it's like that's what Saturday football is. You can't watch it; it's just gonna have it. Yeah, so I had it on, you know, not to, to go too far off the, the rabbit hole, but I'm, I'm one of those who's very Let's fired get sidetracked. Up. Let's do it. For, for, I'm one of those who's very fired up about Cincinnati not making it into the uh, the, the playoff, and uh, so I didn't want to have college football. On, so Let's make that your clickbait. Let's go. Get your like, soapbox right now. I don't have a specific tweet or anything, but anyone who defends that decision, uh, that's my clickbait, is anyone who defends that decision to leave Cincinnati out. Um, I, I think uh, we're getting to the point now where – 
Uh, we really need to look at uh, how how they go about deciding that. The FCS has a way better system. I don't think there's anyone who argues against that. And uh, until the, the TV ratings go down, I don't think that they're going to change the way that they do the FBS. But, uh, you know, who knows? I think enough people are fired up at this point that it's time to open that conversation. So it's kind of funny too because like i didn't even realize they fully picked the teams like i thought like there was a whole product i was like wait they already did it Notre Dame got in they just lost like they're not good like we just needed it as a formality we had to have them lose not only did but, they lose but didn't Notre Dame also threaten like based on you know if families are allowed in the stadiums or anything like that they may they may uh boycott or something like that i mean if you're already talking about that why even put them in <laughs> you know? know right it's this whole college season to me, Phil, no fans. It's kind of a wash, right, Zach? Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I'm giving myself a, a whiplash from how hard I'm shaking my head because I agree with everything you're saying, Darren. I mean, <laughs> it's 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 a shame. It's sad. It's really sad. And I have no interest in this, the playoffs this year, so they'll be losing my ratings for whatever it's worth, this one person out of a billion. Hey, you know, you got three people right here, right? Um, and I'm looking at the chat here. All right, we'll get, well, let's get to the Saturday games. All right, you want to jump into it? Let's jump in. Yeah, we'll, we'll exercise the Saturday demons with, with my personal life because I, I feel horrible. I hate, my behavior was deplorable in the second half. Oh, no. Do you, was there, right was there a, a noise complaint? No, there was no. I mean, some cursing, some no. yelling. Any well, all right, we'll get throw, to our, any, no, any We're not doing phones. that segment now. Oh, is what, that do you want to just do this? Right, you know, do you want to do, do it now? Let's do it now. All right. Yeah, let's let it go. Uh, all right, let's do it now. All right. So. Packers won. They won. They won. All right. Saturday football, 24-16. There was two games. All right. Yes. So the Bills absolutely steamrolled the Broncos. And yes, the Packers were the night game. They won 24-16. And it's uh it's funny when you, you know, you step in and, and take a, a look back on uh the sands of time, if you will, because uh, it's the same score as last year. Uh go figure. And I had the exact same emotions as last year, go figure. I need to take a whole swig of the water there before I jump into this. But I mean, it's funny because I really did have the full slate of emotions I did last year where you're just kind of sitting back in the second quarter. It's like, that's great. Uh, good times. Good times, everybody. And then just, you know. Uh, that's the worst feeling. Can you guys give me an honest opinion of what you think of, of the Saturday games in general? We'll start, I guess, with the Packers, but then just take it away from there, and then I'll, I'll go last because I keep talking. Saturday games, I, I like it because it's just more football all throughout the weekend, you know, NFL football. Um, but I will say, if your team is playing and if they lose, it ruins it ruins the whole weekend. Yes, yes! Like, like, you'll have no desire to watch football Sunday. I know I wouldn't. No, no, There's no, a lot no, more no. at stake, I think, on a Saturday than there's on a it's, Sunday at one. It's opinion. funny you say because, like, the next day I'm just like... Yeah, this is great. Like, the little football is great. And you put it on. You, know, you, you like put basket weaving on for all I care. It's great stuff. But, you know, right? <laughs> it really hits at like that red zone audience of those who like to kind of see everything that's going on at once. Maybe they're not like super invested in one team. Like, they, they can really watch a game from start to finish and have like Saturday and then pick their Sunday slate. Um, I kind of like it. Um, admittedly, I didn't watch much on, on this Saturday, but I, I like the idea of, of spreading it out across the weekend rather than having so much going on on Sunday. Yeah, it was fun. And, and here's the thing. It's funny because I'm looking at what Joe's saying in the chat, and it's funny because in general, I feel like we're looking at a lot of last year Packer vibes. Like, 
They're the same team we saw. Do you want to just jump into that real quick and not like to make this like the Packers show? But right, let's let's talk about that game for a minute. Like, how much do you take from a game like that from a from an outsider's perspective, guys? From the Packers game, uh, I mean, hey, it wasn't a pretty win, but it, it was still a win. So the way you gotta look at it is the offense wasn't great. That was probably one of their worst offensive games of the year. But to me, that shows that your defense and your special teams was clicking, and you, that, they picked the offense up. So that's gotta that's gotta make you feel good at the end of the yeah. day. I agree. That's kind of the way I look at it. It's and it's one of those things. It's like it's a loss, but it's not really a loss. And the thing is, there's so you can tackle this so many different ways. The way I would look at it, whether this is the Chiefs or the Packers, right? Like from the AFC NFC perspective, like you have the one seed, hang on to it. That's a playoff win. So like. But even if you lose the next round, the division round, where I was like, oh, see, like I told you, no, because no one knows what would have happened in that first round. Just win the games, right? Like anything could happen. So that, that's kind of my mindset. As long as they won, that's like, that's the key uh, takeaway with this. But uh, I mean, you know, it's interesting because, Darren, I think this, this, no. I can't believe it. it's funny. I, it was not even about a curse. You know what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, I, it was Temple two point. I mean, we've been saying this like you know all throughout the, the the show throughout the year, but that was. I'm going to analogize this. I feel like this Carolina Panthers team is that two and ten Temple team. Yep. Our first year with rule under yeah exactly with rule under the under the rule. His first year. At Baylor Baylor was awful too. His first that, year. At, his first year at Baylor. I think they won one game that year. So yeah, you're right. You're right. Completely normal for him to start off really slow, get his folks in, and uh, and go from there. So you know, expect. But I mean, right? Like, you, I mean, did you say? I don't know how much you saw in the, the game on uh, on Saturday night, but I feel like that's the other thing. The Carolina's in exactly. Right? They're in these games. Like they, they they took the Chiefs to a one possession game. They took the Saints to a one possession game. The that's Packers like too. They they didn't get blown out that first year. No, that's the thing. When they went two and ten, they were close. I forget who it was. You know, when Baylor was 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 terrible, they had someone in the in the the Big Twelve who was like ranked in the top ten that they they almost beat. They were hanging with them. And uh, I mean, it, it's like to your point, it's it's classic Matt Rule. His first year, anywhere he goes, uh, hang around there. They might not get the wins, but they're they're building something bigger than that one year. Oh, what Uncle Ricky's saying in the chat? Well, Packers a little cocky on that touchdown, Zachy. <laughs> they were no, they were. I, I, Emily really is a saint for for watching that game with me. Like really, because oh man, and and Joe can attest he was he was watching it. Oh my god, I oh, oh I bet it's a war. That like fourth or fifth, like essentially three now. Whether it was like you know they got a first down, then they punted, kind of a thing. Like I yeah, I'm like about to break a pen just thinking about it right now. That's how unhappy I was, but. Nonetheless, all right, let's go. Let's go to this week. But this is not a Kieran show about the Packers, right? All right, we have 15 recaps. Let's do a quick little recap of this. Um, it's funny too because I this is actually what I had before the Packers game. Zach, I feel like you're almost the honorary Bill spokesperson. What would you say about first NFC or Jesus? I'm like, I can't even do it. I'm like scatterbrained after like all the all the errors today. First AFC East title since 1995. The the Buffalo Bills, Zachy. What do you say? Yeah, I mean, I really think they're for real, man. They got they got the whole the cultures going up there. Josh Allen. I mean, while I don't agree, he's in the same on the same level as uh, who's Chris Sims say Rogers and Mahomes. Uh, oh, he's well, not there yet. He's that's not there heresy, yet. That's okay. 
He's yeah, he's definitely not there yet. But you, but the way he's playing, he's definitely playing great football right now. I mean, you can't really you can't knock him. I mean, he's he's improved significantly. You know, when he first came to the league, the big the big thing was his accuracy down the field, and I think he's really improved on that drastically, especially this season. But the Bills, man, I mean, I think they're I think they're definitely going to a playoff game at least this year, unlike you know past seasons. So I think they're going to take a, their next step this year. I, I I can see them making a run. I don't know how far because the AFC is a gauntlet, but. I could see them going anywhere from losing in the first round to winning the entire thing. <laughs> like that's how kind of from like, you know, spot A to spot B I see. Yeah. Not, you know, I, I, I absolutely see where you're, I, I absolutely well, see why you think that. Yeah. Well, and I guess like, let me ask you this, like not to like put you on the spot, Zach, like what makes them tick? Like what, I guess like not to like, cause I mean, I guess I kind of see it, but like, I feel like you can articulate it better. Cause you've like, Bob, like this is your like AFC team a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, like what? I mean, I, I mean, honestly, they can run a little bit. They can, like, I just keep thinking about Sean McDermott, like how great of a job he's done. But yeah. like, really, like, what about this team makes them? I guess actually, let me spin it and say, that, "Oh, Zach, what makes them good?" No, like, mm. what makes them possibly a threat to the thirteen and one Chiefs that are the defending Super Bowl champs? Is kind of the question. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to sound like a uh, very plain Jane here, but they're the way that the city of Buffalo is rallied around them and the way they support that team is insane. And they're this whole, the bills have this whole mo this mojo going right now. And they're playing with a ton of heart, not to be that guy, but they're playing with a ton of heart, passion for the city that they're supporting and just the, the game that they love and who they're playing with. And uh, I mean, Josh Allen is like, he's just putting the team on his back on the offensive side of the ball and he's making plays happen. You know, and you just see the camaraderie with that team is insane. You you, you watch it, and, and they clearly they all like love each other. Like you know, it's great to see. It's fun to watch. That's a testament to Sean McDermott, right? Oh, sorry, Darren, what do you got? Too, I, 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 you're you're basically like he's a Scranton boy, so he's got to have some some Buffalo yeah. vibes in his blood. Wasn't there just some video that was on social of, I, I think they were landing at like the airport or something. And the, and the place was like packed with people coming out mid pandemic, mind you, the, to yeah. cheer on their team. Like, like I, I have like a soft spot for the bills mafia for not being able to be in their own stadium to watch this team right now, after how long they've, they've gone without success. Like it's, it's pretty incredible to see just like, even throughout 2020, like this is the, like the, the happy moment for, for that city and, and that whole community. It's really pretty cool to see. It's like yeah. your Christmas present on steroids, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Darren, that was at one thirty in the morning, Eastern time, by the way, they were out there in the middle of the night that, you know, one thirty in the morning doing that. And uh, that's pretty cool. It's, it's really great to see. And you, you had a great point. It's a shame that they can't be in, in the stadium to watch this team right now. Well, you know, Zach, let me ask you this. And, like, I hate to be this guy because I'm like, huh? how much of an advantage would that be, Zach? Like, all right, obviously, with the like, but you know what I mean? Like, with how much they won it. Like, you, you, could, you could taste it out there last year. Oh, I promise you it would, be a, it would be a huge advantage because when I was at, like I said, when I was at that game last year, it was, ironically, it was against the Broncos. Game meant nothing. It was, like, week 12. They're in the second quarter. It's, like, five minutes left in the quarter. And – Everyone's standing up, banging on the bleachers. Literally, no one sat down the entire game. Like, that place was a packed house. No one sat down the entire game. Everyone's banging. I had a migraine by, like, the end of the <laughs> quarter. It, I mean, it was great. Like, I, I would do it all over again because just the experience there is phenomenal. Uh, it's a whole other football fan up there <laughs> and uh, for numerous reasons. And uh, it's uh, – yeah, no, it would be a significant advantage, long story short. <laughs> I, I – oh, my God. I, I just wish they could have fans in there. 
Like for one playoff game, at least maybe like five thousand people. I don't. Yeah, know. like you knew Governor Cuomo was going to do that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah him and the you can have a good old time. Uh, all right, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stop right there. All right, all right. So let's get a week fifteen. Like, yeah, like just jump off and you know get out. All right, week fifteen recaps. <sighs> all right, I'm gonna see you. Turn the page, as they say. In the yeah, show world. All right. So, the all right, let's let's start a little little Colts and Texans. Um, so this had a very bizarre ending, right? Like I feel like the Colts were never not going to win this game, but it got close at the end, as you can see in the in the B roll. And then uh, you know, obviously the Colts recover that fumble in the end zone. What do you make of this game, guys? Yeah, it had a very, uh, it had a very, uh, very much AFC South vibe to this game. Like that's how an AFC South game <laughs> ends. I feel like you know where it's, like the Colts are a good team, but they just like this is the Colts. Like that happens every game where it's like, oh, they're gonna win or they're gonna lose, and it comes down to the last like minute of the game. It's funny you say it because I almost like Lily pop, like Lily pad that thought and be like, the Titans are ten and four, and they have a really good run. Game obviously with Derrick Henry, and I kind of sit there. I'm like, yeah, but they're in the AFC South, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like say to the Colts, like, why does it always have to be so difficult with these teams? It's like a Big Twelve. It's like the Big Twelve in the Power Five. You just kind of look at them like, yeah, you're in it, but like you're not really in it. Yeah, and I, I mean the Texans. I feel like if you look at that division, they're four and ten, but I feel like they're better than what they the record shows. Like, like I thought the Texans could have won this game against the Colts. It's just, it's just interesting. It, Darren, it's like the American Conference. Kind of, yeah. It has that same kind of vibe to it. Definitely. Oh, come on. Give me a better t- – all right, hold on. This is almost like we're going back to movie talk. I, 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 Have I, you I, seen Air Bud yet? I, I, I've not watched Air Bud yet this year, but I'm distracted. Speaking of great uh, commentators, I got Booger McFarlane here on the <laughs> – I'm kind of distracted. Oh, you got the TV out there, so you're lucky. Yeah, I, I do, yeah, so – Burger. Can we can we talk about his movie watching skills? By the way, or lack thereof, Zach. No okay. air, bud. For sports, at least. No air, bud. Have you seen the miracle? Yeah, I've seen. The I've, miracle. I haven't seen miracle. Yeah. Great moments are from a great or born from great opportunity. Yeah, no, don't worry. I'm not gonna let you stumble through that line. All right. What? Oh my God! Help me! All right. Ah. Oh. All right. Let's. All right. We're getting back to football because I I can't I can't handle a moment like this. All right. Colts win. Texans are going to just kind of like you know, just go off into the little quagmire. The the AFC South not making the playoffs. World. Um, what what's our confidence going the in the Colts with right with Philip Rivers? Like, uh, the defense obviously okay. The lines all right. Like what what like I think the Titans are going to win the AFC South. But are are the Colts a real playoff threat at all? I feel like the Colts are coming on. Their running game and off and offense is starting to gel at the right time. I feel like in the beginning of the season, their defense carried them and was why they won those close games. And I think now you're starting to see that tide turn where, you know, Jonathan Taylor is starting to ball out, you know, knock on wood one more week, hopefully, but he started to play very well the last, you know, several weeks scoring touchdowns almost each week. He's got a lot of explosive plays. Um, Phil Rivers seems to start, start, seems to be finding his groove more and more. Um, I mean, it's like, why does it have to go into like, like they should have gave up a touchdown there to send that over. You know what I mean? Like they won the game, obviously. And everyone's like, Oh, you know, like, but like, that's not a confident win. No, it's not. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's a grueling division win, which, you know, the Texans are going to show up and play, you know, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson is not a uh, slouch. Obviously that's the only scary thing the Texans have, but 
I, I like I said, I think the Texans, regardless of their record, are still tough to play against because of Watson. So I kind of give the Colts a pass with this being that close of a game. Okay, that's fair. And, you know, it's funny speaking of uh, tough divisional wins. Dude, the Bears. <laughs> Trubisky Zach, time, you already, baby. You getting some uh, thoughts for show versus street tomorrow again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they seem to be. They seem to be the uh, the staple for the show versus street segment. Dude, I I don't even know. Like, can, you're David Montgomery. Well, kind of. I was. Yeah. You were. Yeah, I all of a sudden he's playing out of his mind. He's running how I thought he did, would last year, but hey. So are they good? Are the Bears good? I'm telling you, man. I think I think it's the whole Trubisky thing. Like Nick Foles just is not the quarterback for them, and I think Trubisky. You know, again, love Nick Foles. I, I always say that before I bash him with, with his playing, but I think just Trubisky's got something with that team with the chemistry. I mean, it's clear like Allen Robinson and him have something going on. They've been playing well together. David Montgomery, all of a sudden. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, Darren, break it down. You're, you, you obviously are a Nick Foles guy here in Philadelphia. Like, I mean, makes sense to this for me. Like, I, like, why is Mitch like? I you know. Actually, let me rewind it back. And be like, why is Mitch playing good all of a sudden? I, I guess my question is it's different is, than can, when people asked why Nick Foles was playing so well when he took over for for Carson. Well, I, you know, it's funny you say that because I, that's kind of actually the point I'm trying to make. Like. Is Mitch actually the possible guy, or is this a case of, yo, like I've lost my job once or twice before, and now I'm the guy that can take someone's job, so I have nothing to lose. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is that where he's at? Certain people gel the different teams better than than others. You know, it's no different. I think it's no different than when Nick Foles was playing for the Eagles and he found the magic way to lead them to the Super Bowl, right? I mean, it's just different scenario. That is true. I mean, God. I'm not really saying think about it. I'm not saying the Bears are going to go win the Super Bowl. I just no, but it, it's, yeah. it's it's almost like a baseball analogy. It's right. It's like a guy who's not a good starting pitcher, but he could pick. It's like Andrew Miller, right? Like he can pick up the ball in the seventh inning for Cleveland and pitch like two or three good innings. But it's like that, you know. I mean, and how much of an element of it, is it like a, a big change? And teams don't know what to prepare for, and until they have a few weeks to to think through what it is, you know. Yeah, that's that it, point. Oh, sorry. We got. I was say I my thing. What a just like aesthetically speaking, the reason I, what I think is the Bears' offensive line isn't that great. And Trubisky can scramble and run, and he's more mobile. And but he could Nicole's always do that, right? Now it's a challenge of thought. But right, yeah. I mean, you know, like that's nothing new. Is like isn't that what we thought? Like all training camp. Oh, he's a bit of a younger like Luke. It's like, like I don't know. No, and I, I think I think that to go back, I think the point is is like what Darren was saying, how some people play and gel better with certain players than others. I think that's just I think it's a combination of the elusiveness Trubisky brings to the table that Foles didn't, and I think his you know the uh, cohesiveness that he has with that team already. I love uh, I love the chat saying too going back to talking about Airbus. <laughs> um, but you know, it's my let me let me ask you this: so are they in the playoff like running the Bears? Here, let's pull up the NFC picture, too. I pulled up the NFC one earlier. So, you can kind of see it. These are the only teams besides the Giants and the Eagles that and the Cowboys. Yes, technically the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny, too, because you watch it. It's like, drop, drop. Like, But, all right, no, nonetheless. <laughs> I'll hold those thoughts to later. We'll do the Sunday night recap. But, anyway. So, I mean, do you think the Bears or the Vikings could catch the, the – I mean, the Vikings aren't going to do it, but, but could the Bears catch the Cardinals? 
The Cardinals play the Rams week 17, and that could be a game that they lose. So, I mean, in reality, the Cardinals could finish 9-7, and seven, just say. Uh, and what, they have the, the 49ers on Saturday, I think? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, hypothetically, that's a game they could lose, too. You don't know what kind of 49ers team you're going to get, even though I think the Cardinals will win, but you don't know. Um, I think the Cardinals will probably finish 9-7, and seven, just say. The Bears play the Jags next week. That you would think would be a win, but that could be a game that you see the Bears lose. But I mean, the Jags are probably tanking, tanking at this point in time. So I know <laughs> we'll get to that. I'm sure. So, oh my God, I know. There's so many thoughts on that game. So here's my question for you, Karen. So the Bears play the Packers week 17. If the number one seed is locked up by that point in time, do you see the Packers kind of just like you know laying over a little? Oh bit? yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So but I'm all for it. <laughs> oh, for sure. You got to stay healthy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. So there's a shot. I don't think it's that great of a chance, but I think there definitely is a shot. I don't know if I see it happening, but. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that uh, the, the Jaguars because they got their ass kicked uh, to the Ravens this weekend. Uh, was it 40 to 14? Good God. Yeah, I know Uncle Ricky's in the chat has been dying for some Ravens talk. So. All right, let's, yeah, let's talk it out. Let's talk it out. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much uh, how many fossils we found in this in this dig for for the for the Ravens, right? Like this wasn't exactly uh, an archaeological uh, art. I can't archaeological find. I can't talk. I can't. Uh, this is, this is archaeological funny. discovery. There you go. That's that is what I was looking for, Zach. Thank you for picking me up. Uh, right. That's that we couldn't find it. So yeah, it's that point. I don't. I don't know. I don't really know what to make of the Ravens. The funny thing is, they're playing well, but it's like, could you believe that they're not in a playoff spot right now? Like what? <laughs> oh no, it's it's hard to believe. It's very hard to believe. Um, that's another thing. It's it's going to be between them and, and the Dolphins. I think for that seventh, that seventh spot. Um, and let's see, the Dolphins play the Raiders and Bills, so those aren't two guaranteed wins. You know, so. And let me here. I'll pull up the AFC picture too. I feel like there we go. where the Ravens play the Giants, which I hope the Giants win, obviously, and the Bengals. Wow, so Miami has no margin for error. No, Miami has a very tough road, and the Ravens not so much technically. So God, that sucks. Like someone's gonna get killed over on that. The AFC's brutal, dude. Oh yeah, AFC's. Yeah, when you have the seventh seed, when you have a team that's not making the playoffs and they're nine and five right now, one of those two teams that are nine and five are not making the playoffs, which is crazy. Oh my god, did you see what Uncle Ricky said in the chat? Oh, what's he saying? Oh man, you gotta read that yourself. That's I can't read that out loud. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't. My my, my uh, screen's not loading. Oh, he said the Giants play the Ravens next week and the Giants will lose. <laughs> Hot take. Is it? I, do you want to just jump? It's fine. Let's just do. I just go rogue off my notes on this one. Sure. Let's right, you know, so let me let me find where those highlights are. <laughs> let me pull them up. Are right, you know Zach? Get get the I mean, soapbox ready to rock and roll. I mean, you know what, Uncle Ricky? I would not be surprised if the Ravens go in and just destroy us. I would not. I wouldn't be surprised. Nothing surprised me anymore. I'm flexible. I'm an. I'm a. I'm a fan of a team in the NFC East. It's been the biggest roller coaster ride of my life this season. Darren, you can like, all right, look, no that game, if you lost, if you beat the if you beat the Cardinals, that game's a lot of happen. That game's not a lot of happen when you lose the way you lost to the Cardinals. That was the whole point of my, my pep talk last week. No, I know. It, are we gonna dive into my yes, breakdown? Yeah, yeah, we're in it now. We're in it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Trio okay. talk. 
so last night, you know, when we start the game with like a 50-yard kickoff return, which is phenomenal, we start the ball at around midfield. And then, you know, our offense actually looked good. We're running the ball well. Cole McCoy, he's making smart, semi-smart decisions. You know, we're not doing anything crazy. You got to take the points, man. Like, like, you're playing – I understand playing aggressive. I, I appreciate that and everything. And everyone says, oh, well, the Browns just put up 40 points the week before, so you know you have to score. Well, they had zero points in this game. This game's the only one that matters. Who cares about last week? You know, so I don't appreciate that. I don't like that take. It, to me, when you're playing a game with your backup quarterback, you know your offense is going to be limited to what they can, can do, most likely. Take a little bit of pressure off your defense for once, and just who cares if it's three points? When you're on a team and you see you're, you're winning a game, no matter if it's by one point, 20 points, whatever, you have some type of, of good good vibes on that sideline, right? Like, all right, we're winning right now. Let's let's keep it up. We got a three three point lead. Like I feel like that just changes everything. If they would have if they would have kicked those two field goals last night, it's twenty to twelve. It'll be it would be twenty to twelve with five minutes left in the game. That's a one possession game. I mean, a dummy can tell you that. And and I, it's funny because I have like notes. I'm like, my first question is why is your coach coaching like it's Madden? I I know, man. I know. Like that that fake. fake ah, I was about to say fake punt, but fake field goal with your punter, like. Yeah, Riley Dixon throwing the ball to I believe it was Nick Gates, our uh, our center in the uh, the end zone. And Graham Gano was wide open, by the way. And I never thought in my life I would say that Graham Gano was wide open for a <laughs> touchdown pass. But but uh, I I was on Twitter and uh, Lawrence Tynes tweeted, you know, ex Giant Super Bowl champion, and he was he was like, yo. A coach from that organization told me years ago that, you know, let the people who get paid to throw the ball, throw the ball. Don't let anyone else throw the ball. <laughs> and they said be more right. I so, mean, Darren, did yeah. you, well, first of all, did you stay out for that game or no? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't either. I, you honestly, didn't miss much. It, it, I, yeah, you know, Zach, and I, I mean this in the most respectful ways. That's kind of why I didn't say, okay, I was, first of all, I was like, die. But like, but I remember, like, there's that moment where I'm like, I kind of like your eyes wake up again on the couch, and you're like, "Do I find a way to stay up for this?" And I was like, "No, like, <laughs> yeah, no. It, yeah." And I, I hate being the guy who looks back in the game and says, "Oh, well, if you did this or you did that, we would have been." But like, I feel like those decisions to kick the field goals there were not that hard of a decision to make. Like, don't be, try, don't be too, don't be the hero, you know? Like, just put points on the board. And. I don't get it. And I love Joe Judge. Like, I love him. But of all the games just become an absolute, like, just renegade. Like, why was that the game? I, I don't know. I mean, that was almost like the degenerate gambler sitting on their FanDuel app after they just lost $200 saying, oh, I'm going to throw 250 to try to win 50 bucks back, you know, that UAB beats, I don't know. Temple, just say, in basketball in the second half or something. It might happen this year, right, Darren? (laughs) It's possible. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I love Joe Judge, but those decisions just killed me. It's it's baffling is what it is. I mean, I I just don't – it's not his DNA. You know what I mean? As a coach, that's what bothers me. I'm like, come on. Yeah, and the thing is, like, James Bradbury, our best cornerback, was out, okay? So if you know this, if you know your defense is going to be slightly compromised, again – Take any point you can get. It's not that hard. Colt McCoy didn't even play that bad. Especially with a backup quarterback when points are at a premium, though. Like, right, like exactly. Right. Like, All right. Yeah, we don't need Let to make go. a giant show, but yeah. I'll ask you, no, no, no. I'll ask you this, though. What, what's your confidence meter right now? I mean, I'm like, – I mean, not, you know, I, I hate asking that question on Monday after a yeah. loss because it's like, you know, but like – Dwayne Haskins, they lost. The Washington football team lost. Mm-hmm. 
they could lose, especially that the Eagles look pretty good. I mean, even they lost to, to, to Arizona last, you know, last night. But yeah. I, I think they're in it. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I think the winner of the NFC East is going to be seven and nine. I, that's that's my. I've been saying that for the last couple. Of weeks. I think that's what's going to happen. And you know, I'm optimistic, of course, probably to a fault with the Giants, but I'm a fan. So what do you want? What do you want from me? So. Um, I don't know. I, I'm so optimistic. I mean, I think somehow we can pull off a win against the Ravens. I mean, we went, we went to Seattle with Colt McCoy and beat Seattle, which I, I'm more scared of Seattle in Seattle than I am in Baltimore. You know, I, I don't know. So I think we can somehow pull it off. I think we can beat the Cowboys week 17. I think that's going to be a playoff game for the NFC East, honestly, but we'll see. All right. I'll tell you, it's that point. Should we, uh, whew, there's a couple of games to go to. Should we go uh, celebrate the Dolphins beating the Patriots? That's yeah. pretty wild. Patriots not in the playoffs. I know. Isn't that dope? It's crazy. I can't remember the last time that happened. I'm like, I'm acting like a like a college game. Hey, ain't that dope? That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You, I mean, you know, you're close in Massachusetts than we are. I mean, it's kind of weird that the Patriots might not be making the playoffs. Well, now obviously now it's official, but they're not making the playoffs now. It's it's, a, it's there's almost like hesitation like the boogeyman. I'm like, I, they're, 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 they're not making the playoffs. How great is that? It's sorry, I have to be that guy. No, it's pretty wild. I mean, where I'm from, there's not many Patriots fans. You're either pretty much an Eagles fan, a Giants fan, or a Steelers fan. But either way, it's uh, it's pretty wild to think about that, that they're not in it because it's just been for so long. It's just like the Patriots dynasty, domination, all of that. Uh, so pretty crazy. I know. Well, you're an Eagles fan. You went through the whole 2004 cheating scandal or 2000. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ballgate or whatever it was called. What was, what was the gate called? Was it was called? Well, yeah, what was it called? Spygate? Was that what it was? Spygate. Oh, Spygate. Yeah, God. Spygate. God, I know. There's so many gates. The, the flight is the fact that we have to like, like, oh, what was that? The flight, the flight gate, Spygate? Like, you know. <laughs> it, it's sad, yeah. It no. The question was like, is, you know, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, now that they're separate, like, you know, what what does that impact truly mean? And will either one of them, you know, ever rise to, to the top without the other? And, uh, it, it's interesting to, to think through and see what happens going forward. I know. I know. Well, do, they start, start, do they start instead of the rest of the year to get him some I reps? I don't know. I was just I'm pulling up AFC clips. <laughs> I was like trying to time that out perfectly. I, I completely airball on this. I was about to ask you, like, so by the way, you, you feeling good about the Ravens after you completely just rolled over the Jags, like, you know, 40 to 7 <laughs> or whatever it was? Like, <laughs> um, or for, I mean, honestly, we rolled through this already. I, I'm losing it. Wait, no, we did not do this one yet, did we? We we touched on the Ravens briefly, but not in like a deep dive. You're right. No, wow, I'm losing it. I was really looking at a highlight. All right, because I, I guess that point. You're right. We were talking about how they were going to make the playoffs or not. I mean, there's something about that team though, and it's kind of funny that we did this because there's there's something about this team that I, I can't buy in. You know what I mean? Like the Ravens. I, I, yeah, like I. I know they're hot. I know it's the fun pick, but I'm just like Lamar hasn't won a playoff game. And you, Zach, you've heard me say this multiple times on the show. I'm like, yeah, but he hasn't won a playoff game. You know, I, I just there's something about them. You can win all the Sunday night games, the Thursday night games, the Monday night games, but it's I don't know. Like, it, it, there's something about them. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's how everyone's going to feel until they do win a playoff game. You know, so. It's one of those things where you look at them on paper. I mean, yeah, yeah. Say, I gotta say, Harbaugh has done a really good job though with that team. I think this year, going through all the COVID stuff, not being together for a while, you know, all that wishy-washy stuff, all the you know, 
so I'll give them credit. I think they're they're a good team, obviously. Um, but yeah, no, I think that that stigma is going to be over them until they win a playoff game. Yeah, it's fair. All right, you know, it's that point. Some bad teams just want a game. They want a game. The Jets. Yeah, their fans aren't <laughs> happy. Give them love, right? Oh <laughs> well, yeah, you have to. I mean, their fans aren't happy, but their fans are I must say, Darren, you probably have some Jets fans or some New York blood, if you will, up in the in the Scran Circus. Yeah, that's right? about the that's about the most sad population of people I've ever met. And I, <laughs> and I feel like they're uh, even more sad after they they won a game. Did well, you I, see Sam Darnold's interview after the game? No, no, uh, no. What was it? Where or, or someone was doing an interview with him, and you know, of course, they were like, "Oh, well," or, they, or "Good Morning Football" did it. Sorry, and they said, "Oh, you have some." Some, uh, what's we call it? I don't know, whatever. He was in it was an interview, and they're all like, Oh, well, your fans, some of your fans might not be happy, but like Sam Darnold has like this, you know, this grin on his face. He's so happy because he knows that he just stopped his team from drafting his replacement, Trevor Lawrence. So he's like the happiest guy on earth, but everyone else is probably miserable. Well, you know, it's so funny, and I'm, I'm looking at the highlights as they close it out there to pick that up, pick up that final first down. And Zach, let me ask you this because. I kind of felt some clickbait vibes in the house with this whole, all right, the Jets, the Jets need Trevor Lawrence and Trevor Lawrence, right? Like, and then, the, and then they, you know, they win this game and everyone's like, they go lineman, they go wide receiver. I mean, they have Sam Darnold so they can make it work. And it's like, wait, like, no, 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 you can't do that. <laughs> I mean, cause yeah. right, like, we basically see you can't devalue a, like a talent at that level. Mm, like I, I don't, I hate that take so much. Yeah, no, because you're basically saying that you know, oh, one win now. Okay, now they need this because Sam Darnold. They won this game, so now Darnold's okay. Like what? Exactly. It's like you can't, and that's what I hate about e- ESPN's the ringleader of that circus too. Because like that's the thing that pissed me off so much. It's like, all right, you know, what? like oh yeah, you're like you, know, you replace him in two seconds, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you got him. It's like you can't just go from those two. P- I mean, like right, like. <laughs> doesn't work that way and that's why and it's the teams that listen to the espns the fs1s like that's why they suck yeah no you're 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 exactly right you're exactly know. right uh, my question is what does this do for the rams i was just about to ask you that question yeah. <laughs> i'm looking down like it's the rams though like that's really what this game means to me I, is this a trap game because obviously they're going up to seattle next next week i mean i, I think it's fair to give them a trap game Especially when they've been playing kind of well. Yeah. No, I mean, it does make sense. And I I didn't know if the Jets were actually going to go 0-16, but I never would have thought they would have beat the Rams the way the Rams have been playing. It, it kind of takes it back, and it, it's, it's – I don't know. It's, it's weird. <laughs> it's unique, to say the least. You know it's not unique? Ooh, what's that? The Falcons blowing leads. <laughs> that's true. That's that's standard. you set that up for me on a T. I had to take it. That's why I was being. Yeah. By the way, transition. I, I do have take to say. It. I do have to say. Buccaneers live money line. The third quarter was like plus three ten. Did you do it? Oh yeah. There you go, Zachy. There you go. That's oh, yeah. Darren. Darren, that's a gambling reference for you there. I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a better for those who don't. No, know. that's what I was trying to point out for you. Yeah. yeah. By the way. Did you do fan? You didn't do fantasy football, right? Me? No, no. I don't do fantasy either. No. You don't watch movies? No, not a, not. Well, I watched Airbud. All right, so you did get to that one. Yeah, I did get to Airbud. Yeah. Which 
How many Rockies have you seen, by the way? Just I, I love how we're just going completely rogue here. Yeah, I, and sorry for those who don't want us to go rogue, but I, I watched the first Rocky, and that's about it. That's that's good. That's all you really need to see. The third one's oh. good outside of that. Oh, I checked the box good. and watched the first one. You think there's all the good ones? Listen, Rocky 1 through 4 is phenomenal, in my opinion. Rocky 5, garbage. Creed 1, great. Creed 2, double garbage. Okay, I'm all in for all those takes. Rocky, oh, Rocky Balboa, decent. Not great, decent. That one quote about how, you know, you got to get up and... Right, that makes it That's it, that's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Rocky Four to me, is the best one because it's U.S. versus Soviet Union, you know, Cold War. That is a good one. The training montage. Siberia. In Russia. Oh, so, yeah, exactly. exactly. I'll, watch, exactly. I'll watch up to that one then. I'll watch yeah. the one. Yeah. What, uh, what was the one movie we were like, talking about? I watched training. I watched the training montage. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go run like 20 miles, even though I can barely run two. It's yeah. oh, it's so great too. Yeah. And he's like lifting like like what? Is, yeah, it's it's yeah. He's climbing mountains in the snow. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's let's all right, let's run through this. All right, real quick. To that point, Tom Brady apparently is running through mountains in the snow because uh, he's timeless. Um, and like I said, the Bucks beat the Falcons. So annoying how much the Falcons suck. I was trying to, like I was saying, I was teasing that headline earlier. Uh, anything else to say about the box? I mean, are we, are we, I wasn't surprised when the Falcons were up early on them because I, I thought this was a trap game for the Bucks at first, and then we, we know what happened, obviously. But... I guess what I find so vexing about this game is like we went from being like, yeah, the Bucks might not make the playoffs to, yeah, the Bucks might win the division. Like, and they won't, obviously, they won't catch the Saints the last two weeks, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, that's where they are as a team. It's like they are the most volatile team I've ever seen. There you go. There's a, uh, a stock reference for you there, Darren. Financial world man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't know, right? I mean, what do you what do you guys think about this Tom Brady Bucks team in the playoffs? I'll dare give a Tom Brady take. I want to hear. I mean, let's let's see what he's got. I mean, he's he's found ways to win before, and you know what? Other than having a different jersey, I mean, why 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 is he not able to do it now? Well, uh, he's winning the breakup, right? Too. New England's so, already out of the playoff picture. So far, he's winning it. So let, let's see what he's got. I mean, he's found a way to make get this team to to nine and five, and and possibly you know in contention to win a division. So let's see what he's got. Playoffs bring out all kind of uh, of craziness. Yeah, it's like a race car, right? Yeah. You boys can talk about that. I mean, when whenever I think about Tom Brady and the Bill Belichick breakup, I think about not to get too far into the the, the NASCAR thing, but Jimmy Johnson lost his crew chief for the last few years. I'm in for this take. Let's they, go. They, they won seven championships together. That's that's tied for the most of all time. And whenever I think of like Tom Brady breaking up with, with Bill Belichick, I think of like the same thing of like who's going to be the one that can come out on top, you know? And it's it's, it's cool to see. So at this point. Tom Brady's winning it, and I think he can probably figure something out in the playoffs. So, out of curiosity, who won that NASCAR breakup? Uh, well, uh, the the crew chief for Jimmy Johnson went to William Byron, who won at least one race since they broke up. But that's, I mean, that and Jimmy Johnson retired. So, I, I guess you'd say Chad Knauss won Nobody? it. Nobody. You can't say either one of them. You can't say either one of them like resoundingly won it. I think no, I, no, I think, no, you cannot. I think, I think we'll go back and say that they they were a, a great match for one another and uh, we're better together. I mean, you know circuits. Question here: Are they like? Can they actually go deep in the playoffs? The Bucks. 
Are you asking me or? I'm just saying any, no. any, anyone. I mean, you take you take it first, Dan. I'm, I'm, I'd say they could win one game, but that's about it. Yeah. So I think they could give everyone a problem. But what's interesting about them is they're going to play Washington first, probably. Not to be that guy, Zach. Sorry. But I, yeah, I think they will probably okay. play them. And that's a problem. But like, Washington that's... causes problems because of their defense. Exactly. So, like, they're going to be banged around. And then if they win that game, they would play the Packers, which if they hold on to one, see what I'm saying. But, like, which I think they would. And I'm not saying they're going to, like, I don't know. Like that's a hell of a hard run. Even if they beat the Packers, like you really think they're going to win the NFC Championship after that? Like maybe. I still think uh, Brady is is force feeding uh, Antonio Brown. I think it's causing some a little snafu, if you will, on their offense. Some of their their chemistry there's, on offense. There's not. There's something like missing in that balance, right? Yeah. It, they don't really have much for running game. I mean, Ronald Jones. He's kind of gone. He's disappeared a little bit. I think he's a little banged up though, but. And, and let me ask you this. Let's, let's move over to the other side of this for a second. Like, you know, not really move to the other side. But if we're hypothetically talking about playoff matchups, but the, if, they, if they play Washington, they just lost to Seattle. I, I mean, I, I, knew, I, I think the takeaway here is Dwayne Haskins sucks, but, like, we already knew that. So, I guess, what do you really feel out of this game? Well, to me, it shows about Seattle. Because Seattle, I mean, think about it. They lost us by five. Which we've shown we can be good, and we can, we've shown we, we could be bad. And Washington's been more Washington has been more consistent. Where they're they're seems seems like every week they're a tough team, and they barely beat Washington with Dwayne Haskins. Like I kind of believe that if Alex Smith plays that game, I think Washington could probably win. So Washington's definitely a tough team right now for sure. If they if they get Antonio Gibson back, I think that opens up their offense some more. Which that's their only, that's their biggest thing is their offense isn't super explosive. So once they get if they get him back and you know Alex Smith hopefully even with with Alex Smith I was about to say I, I don't know how much it pops you know what I mean yeah it's a very vanilla offense I feel but their defense just keeps them in every game yeah and they had some turnovers and they came close it was all defense again <clears throat> yeah they did I mean if Seattle will most likely definitely. I'd say definitely will make the playoffs, but I mean, I could see them being. Yeah, it's clinched uh, with that oh, one. Right. They clinched. Yeah, I could see them be, uh, getting bounced first round. They don't really scare me too much. All right, I like I like the hot take. And then uh, an interesting game, the big one on CBS was right: the Chiefs take out uh, the Saints in an exciting matchup in the Superdome. What uh, What do you guys think about that game? Uh, you know. Breeze didn't look comfortable, I don't think. That's for sure. I mean, I don't know who would after fracturing 11 ribs, you know, and puncturing the <laughs> one. You know, only 15. He went 15 for 34, which is very un-Drew Breeze-like. So, you know, you got to wonder if he should have even played, to be honest. Yeah. But even with that, they only lost by three, you know. We all expected the Chiefs to win, so wasn't too surprised. But and they had the lead the whole game. I feel like they, I feel like that's the funny thing. Like everyone's like, "Oh, do you know the Chiefs? Like they know another game where it was only three points." I'm like, "No, nah, but they're they're fine." Yeah, yeah. You know. Like you said, they were up by more than three with you know it. it yeah, the garbage time made it close. Um. All right. I'll tell. You, let's uh, let's see what what other games you got here. Um. You guys want to run through a little Cowboys Niners? I mean, yeah. This is one of those games where I kept like looking up and I'm like, I don't care. Like, what's just saying? Okay, cool. The Cowboys won. They're done. When I saw that I was on CBS and that was the only game on at one o'clock, I was. Annoyed. That's why I need Red Zone, Zach. Uh, Darren, yeah, do you got I, it? 
Zion, I'm going to cut you off. Okay. <laughs> I think this is please, Zach, go. Take it. I, I'm going to cut you off there. I was just well, you're good. Do you have a red zone there? No, I, I don't. But no. I, I didn't care, so I didn't watch the Cowboys. Oh, but what, sorry, Zach. What were you thinking when the minute you saw that was the only game off? <laughs> no, I was irritated. I mean, I have red zone, so I was going to just be watching red zone. But then literally like 20 minutes before kickoff, the news broke that Zeke wasn't playing. So I was like, all right, well, now I have something to care about if I give Tony Pollard. So That was such a big pickup. <laughs> I got lucky. Give was, you, all right. I got lucky. I got lucky we're getting, here. We're getting close to the fantasy circuits tonight. Oh, man. That's right. You have a close connection to this game tonight. I do. I do. All right. Well, we're going rip, to rip through these last few games. All right. Let's actually – we're almost there, actually. So, let's – real quick. Let's talk about the Eagles game, actually. I think that's the last – I think that's the last one we have, right? That's the last one, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. All right. So, it's that point. I mean, oh no, Titans and Lions, real quick. Let's run through that. I, Titans, I, I think the Packers Titans game, everyone's going to learn a lot about their teams in that game. The Lions are out, they're done. Titans want a home. Yeah, shout out to Matt Stafford, though, for playing. He tore his rib cartilage and, and he played through played the whole game. They actually had a decent game. I mean, they lost, but still, got to give yeah. a little shout out for that. And that's fair, because it's like, that's, if someone like poked me in the ribs, I'd be like, I got to sit out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you get the wind knocked out of you. You're out for a drive. You know, like it's uh, yeah. All right. I mean, yeah, it's unbelievable. I and and he's always been a warrior. I feel like he's had a lot of injuries, but I still feel like he's been a warrior. He's a great team player. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Balta. To that point, great team player. Jalen Hurts looked great for the Eagles. I know they lost the game. This is a really good game, right? I mean, like I'm so stuck trying to figure out what I want to say about the Eagles. Because, you know, right, like, Hurts played great. And, Darren, I'm obviously going to do your commentary as an Eagles fan here in a second. Um, but then, obviously, Andre, uh, DeAndre Hopkins catches that touchdown pass with, like, what, seven minutes to go. It kind of puts the game away. I, I don't know what to think of the Eagles because, like, I keep using that analogy about how it's a hangover with, like, seven Miller Lights the next day, and that's Jalen Hurts. And I'm not saying that he's not good or not as good as advertised. But we're just saying, like, there's, it wasn't just a quarterback problem. Right, Darren? more upset about the shot at Miller Lite, but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that that's my thing. Like, you know, Hertz, Hertz has shown promise and everything, but I, I think the first win might be a little bit of, of the, the, the Saints not knowing what was being thrown at them. Now everyone knows a little bit of what to prepare for, but I, I don't think all this lays on Carson Wentz's shoulders. Uh, he's he's had a complete garbage offense around him to to try to play with, and he can only do so much. He's definitely had his faults. He holds on to the ball too long and all of that. But, you know, at the end of the day, the Eagles just aren't good. You know, they, they got one win, you know, with Hurts, and that was great. It got everyone a little excited. But they're just not that good. And I, I don't think it's time for everyone to go running Carson out of the city. But we'll see what happens. But I, Oh, he's gone, though, right? I mean, we'll, we'll do a little Eagles chatter here, right? I mean, not like because I feel like normally we do that right out of the gate. But. The record's not exactly. The vibes aren't there to, to ask you said questions. But I mean, really, what, you think he can't stay? Sounds like he doesn't want to. So, <laughs> yeah, but, but wait, twenty-one was it? Twenty-one and a half million dollars. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Nick Foles like about half ish ish of that salary? Yeah, I don't know what it was, but I mean, if he's not going to be the starter, he might as well get rid of him. You can't pay him a backup twenty-one and a half million dollars a year. No, no. So I have, I have something I want to bring up. So looking at some of the stats, the last six games in the Eagles have won one of their last six games. 
And that one game, Miles Sanders ran for over 100 yards. Every other game, he he did not, not even come close to it. Don't you think he needs to get involved a little bit more on offense? I mean, he's only averaging maybe like between 12 and 14 touches a game. I feel like a player like that, he needs over 20 touches a game. And I feel like they're missing something because when you look, I mean, I know that the Eagles were down most of that game yesterday, but Jalen Hurts had 44 pass attempts. You almost need to make him like a Derrick Henry style. I mean, like it's obviously a different comparison, but basically to the point of like, you dial that hill of giving him the carries, and if it doesn't work out, then you go back to the drawing board. Not, oh, well, we had to abandon it before we, you know, like, right, because they're not winning games without giving the ball. Yeah, I mean, Miles Sanders is a phenomenal running back, and I think you give him the ball more, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket science. That opens up the play action, you know. It gives Jalen Hurts a little bit more more time, maybe. I, I don't know. I think they need to incorporate Sanders a little bit more. But Hurts is scary. He's going to be a problem in the, for the NFC East. So. And what do you about what do you think about the Cardinals? That was a big win. I mean, I, I think the Eagles are better than what a lot of people think, mainly because of this rejuvenated, refreshed Jalen Hurts and what he brings to that team. I think the team is rallying around him. I think you're really seeing it. No offense to Wentz, but I think Wentz wasn't really a good teammate. Um, and I think all of a sudden Hurts he, he's got some he's got some pep back in the step of the team. They they like him. Um, but no, all right, Cardinals. <laughs> I think it was a big win. I think it was a big win. They play a team that, like I was saying, is better than what people think. And, you know, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins were hooking up on big plays. That made it happen. Their defense, Kieran, eight sacks against us two weeks ago. And they had six against the Eagles this they week. They were on so a tear. Their defense is starting to cook. It's scary. That's something to look out for. I think the Cardinals could be getting hot at the right time. I mean, granted, they beat the Giants and the Eagles. So it's pump breaks. I get it. But they could be. But they could have found something on defense, especially. And Zach, but real quick, we're just talking about cooking. You got any Monday Night Football picks uh, cooking there tonight? No, oh, we do. They're on the site. They're on the site. Yeah, the, yeah everyone's got to hurry up and get them in real quick. The kickoffs oh, pick off already happened. Was it 815 or 820? 820? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, well. well my it doesn't pick, matter. The highlight it doesn't, of my let's pick. do a little mojo money. Let's, uh, let's yeah. finish yourself with a little mojo. Yeah, let's do that. Perfect. All right, you want to kick us off, Zach? Yeah, so Mojo Monday, you got to take a little step back from the uh, football field, and we're going to go on the golf course. We're going to go on the links. Oh, yeah, with, uh, I love it. With Charlie and Tiger Woods, which I don't know. If, if those of you didn't watch, shame on you. And if, if you did, great. <laughs> um, the PNC Father and Son Challenge, uh, where they have, there was 20 Father and Son uh, team, you know, couples team. Uh, t- Charlie Woods is 11 years old. I mean, my man was killing it. He made an eagle on a par five at 11 years old. I you saw know, him done that. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, I've I made one my entire life, like three or four years ago. But that was that was lucky. It was luck, Kieran. That's how that happens. Doesn't matter. That's yeah. all. Right. It's only birdies I have are luck. Well, so I mean, they finished seventh out of twenty. He's the youngest player to ever play in that tournament. I mean, he was playing. They they only lost by five strokes to Justin Thomas. Okay, and he's Justin Thomas and his dad, who is a PGA professional himself. So it's insane. And, and there's already betting odds out there for uh, for Charlie Woods that he'll win a major before he's 25, and those odds are 825 to 1. So if I were you, I'd throw five bucks on that and win $4,000 because that's a lock. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. All right, well, I'll jump into it. A little mojo for, for the K-Man would be the Jets winning. Got to give the Jets some love, right? 
they don't get any love any other time, so might as well, might as well. Yeah, all right, that's it, that's it, that's their, that's their thing. All right, now you know at that point that as quick as that was, we'll do a quick thing for following us and uh, checking out our audio episodes on Spotify and iTunes. You can check us out on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit at underscore get sidetracked, and also visit the website www.get-sidetracked.com, and then check us out on Twitch. It's holiday season. Give us a little love, right? You know, the Purple Hearts left for a free follow. You can subscribe to the right. It's free on Amazon Prime. So, you know, yeah, yeah. everyone has Amazon Prime. It's Christmas season. Um, and to that point, we got a little uh, YouTube action. So, you want to subscribe to us on that way, too. It's free. So, there's absolutely no excuse for that. And then, for some of the holidays, hey, you can always get your uh, sidetrack gear right on the site, right? Yeah. I, I'm out of I'm out of ideas to hype up the site at this point. Everyone's heard this like for 24. It's like it's like all oh, the 12 day. All right, yeah, we got it. All right, Karen, just shut up. All right, but you know you can always get some cool stuff on the site. But this was fun, Darren. I I I'm I, I'm excited. I feel bad that you you know we didn't get a, get a rip into the movie you know criteria tonight. Uh, it's okay. It pretty much would have just been Air Bud. And uh, I would have talked about how he catches stuff in his mouth, and that's about it. So uh, that's all right. That's what everyone in COVID's doing. Yeah, that's yeah. Right? Come on yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta ask there. What's the last movie you saw? And should we watch it? Oh, actually, <laughs> I actually watched Days of Thunder last night. Ooh, <laughs> oh, all right, there we go. Phenomenal movie. Phenomenal. I uh, I I'd say go watch that. Yeah, go yeah, watch that it. movie. Never gets old. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I love it. All right, well, we got a little Monday Night Football action tonight. And, uh, and yeah, all right, so we'll catch everyone back on the stream tomorrow at 7 o'clock Eastern time. We hope everyone has a great Monday night. We'll see everyone back in the living room on uh, Tuesday at 7.